The new year is here, which means it's time to start new habits and make those yearly resolutions. Mine this year was to get healthier and improve my quality of life, which is why I want to talk to you guys about Noom. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all and don't take into account each person's individual needs which in turn doesn't really set you up for success. Those workout plans you pull from the internet don't think about your individual dietary restrictions, medical issues, or other personal needs. Noom does all of that before building a tailor-made plan that works for you and your lifestyle. It doesn't try to restrict what you eat and never shames you for wanting to treat yourself. And unlike before, I feel the motivation I need to succeed and none of the frustration that came with other plans. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy wherever books are sold. Today's podcast is brought to you by Newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers nearly a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, the they found the telephone and electricity line here described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. A cup of murder. Ride sharing, while convenient, can leave some on edge. The positive is that you can ride with the knowledge that these men and women driving you to your destination have passed a background check. On February 20th, 2016, an Uber driver went on a shooting rampage all while taking fares between sprees. A man who somehow passed those background checks. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. At around 4 p.m. on February 20th, 2016, in Kalamazoo, Michigan, a man named Matt Mellon requested an Uber to pick him up and take him to a friend's home. When his driver, a man named Jason Brian Dalton, picked him up around 421, the drive started off completely normal. That was until Jason received a phone call. Something about this call must have set him off because he began driving erratically with the passenger still inside. He drove into oncoming traffic, through the median strip, ignored stop signs, and sideswiped a passing car. All the while, Matt Mellon yelled and pleaded with the driver to stop. When the car finally slowed at a stop sign, Matt jumped out and called 911. A bolo was set out for a silver Chevy Equinox. Jason then went home, called his wife and asked for the keys to her car, and then drove to meet her at her parents' home 10 miles away. But not before picking up another passenger. 
a woman put in a request around 5.15 for an Uber to pick up her boyfriend at a Richland Township apartment complex, and Jason accepted. Around 5.42 p.m., a woman was shot repeatedly in the same complex. She was confronted by a man who asked if she was a person by a different name. When she replied that she was not, the man, Jason Dalton, turned his car around and shot at her repeatedly. She survived by playing dead. About a minute later, his car was seen at a traffic light where it struck another car and sped away. He met with his wife, explained that he was sideswiped by a disgruntled taxi driver upset about Uber taking his job, and took her black Chevy HHR. Before leaving, he handed her a gun to protect herself and explained that something was going on and that it would be on the news. He left and continued taking Uber requests, all of which he carried out with no incident and didn't even raise suspicion from his passengers. Around 10, he arrived at a local Kia dealership, parked his car, and approached a group of people looking at a car. He asked what they were looking at and, before they could answer, shot 17-year-old Tyler D. Smith and his father Richard Smith in the lot and fled. The police were called on this man yet again. Ten minutes later, a third shooting took place outside of a Cracker Barrel about five miles from the dealership. Four people were killed. 60-year-old Mary Jo Nye, 62-year-old Mary Lou Nye, 74-year-old Dorothy Brown, and 68-year-old Barbara Hawthorne. Again, Jason Dalton fled from the scene, leaving devastation in his wake. Everyone in the area was on edge. There was another bolo set out looking for the new vehicle, and the Kalamazoo Department of Public Safety sent out a statement on their Facebook warning residents about the active shooter. All the while, this man just kept accepting Uber fares, his passengers even joking with him, asking if he was the shooter. At 12.36, a police sergeant spotted the vehicle in question, dropping off three passengers and followed while requesting backup. A traffic stop was arranged, and a few minutes later, Jason Dalton was finally arrested. According to the 45-year-old Uber driver, when he opened his Uber app, an image that resembled a Masonic symbol appeared, and that, when the button was pressed, a new app appeared resembling the devil. This app took over his body and caused him to kill six innocent bystanders. Prior to this, he had no criminal history or mental health record. He was a good family guy who had been acting paranoid in the days before the shooting. On February 22, 2016, Jason Dalton was arraigned on 16 charges, six of which were murder. During his preliminary hearing, Jason erupted into shouting outbursts and interrupted the witness, Tiana Carruthers, who survived her attack so violently that she began to cry and forced a recess. For the rest of the trial, Jason communicated via video. On January 7, 2019, Jason Dalton pleaded guilty to all of the accounts against him and was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. Just after the shooting, there was a public outcry for an active shooter alert. On May 10th, it was approved by legislation, and on June 24th, it was signed and passed. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on February 21st. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember... 
stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.